Species Hall of Fame. As discussed in my forthcoming book, Species Science and Society, museum specimens add a special dimension to taxonomy. Unlike experiments that must be repeated anew to evaluate, the very same museum specimens are consulted, re-examined, studied, probed, and interpreted by generations of scientists to evaluate earlier observations and hypotheses, and to create new ones. But first, a different twist on this experience. When my daughter Olivia was young and expressed an interest in the Civil War, we watched the movie Gettysburg, then made a trip to Pennsylvania. As we approached that hallowed ground, the fields and rolling hills out of the car window were unremarkable, looking just like terrain we had been seeing for miles. But stepping out of the automobile, onto blood-soaked soil, where thousands of soldiers endured unimaginable suffering and anguish in July 1863 was an experience that transcended topography and history books. Subconscious awareness of the significance of this place, of what had transpired here, made a connection between that bloody battle and the present that was not easily explained, yet impossible to deny. In taxonomy, Specimens often create similar experiences. During my first visit to the Museum National d'Histoire Naturelle in Paris, I held a pinned ship timber beetle in my hand under a microscope. This was the individual physical specimen chosen as the type for Hylocetus cribricoli. Fewer than half a dozen entomologists had ever held or seriously contemplated this specimen since its description in 1889 by the French entomologist Fermé. As my glance shifted from the microscope to his publication, which lay open on the desk before me, I read his words and struggled to fully comprehend what he was telling me about the morphology of this beetle. Fermé and I were intellectually connected in a kind of taxonomic idea space, a realm of thoughts about the details, significance, and meaning of this beetle. In spite of being separated by language, culture, a hundred years, and death, our minds occupied the same idea space, deeply engaged with the same timeless concepts. Ideas are central to the human experience, to being, and Fermé and I were sharing the same ideas, even if not at the exact same moment. I concluded that Fermé was mistaken when he named this species as new, and that his specimen clearly fell within the expected range of variation of Hylocetus dermastoides, a species named by Linnaeus a century before Fermé's work. I, of course, had an advantage. I had examined hundreds of specimens in this and other museums collected after the time of Fermé, and it would be intellectually dishonest to hold that against his conclusion, which was, given the specimens he had seen and the facts known to him, understandable in its day. Such specimens, like Gettysburg, seem almost supernatural when experienced in this way. They are constants in an otherwise ever-changing world, evidence of what Fermé had seen, frozen in time, untouched by decades of changes in theories, technology, and events. This wasn't just a beetle. It was like a fold in the space-time continuum mounted on a number three insect pin. 
I don't discount the power of films like Jurassic Park to bring dinosaurs to life in our imaginations. Yet no website, movie, or model, no matter how detailed, replicates or replaces the experience of being in the presence of an actual tyrannosaur. Nor can I explain the psychology behind the deeply personal connections to history made on battlefields and in museums. Natural history museums alone, with their collections of enormous value to science for other reasons, offer us the opportunity to experience real specimens, something that cannot be duplicated by immersive 3D goggles or Hollywood special effects. Being in the presence of an actual, physical, individual animal or plant from millions of years ago, or even a century ago, makes a subconscious connection that can't be faked. It alone has the illusion of bending space-time to put us in touch with other eras, circumstances, and human conceptions. Such connections are not unique to taxonomy. Just ask an archaeologist or historian. But they are uniquely woven into its work, and they never get old. From somewhere in taxonomic space-time, this is Quentin Wheeler reaching out for the Species Hall of Fame. (music) 